What's up, everybody? We'd like to welcome you to another episode of Crown Conversations, the podcast. This is your host, AJ. And this is your girl, Jenna. It's the fact that Antonio had to count down before he count, he pressed the record button, y'all. Because I like to make sure <laughs> that I got myself together. Because regular AJ and podcast AJ are no, two different. No, that's the problem. You need to be regular AJ on this podcast. Because it's damned if you do. The people are not ready for me. It's damned if you do, damned if you, if you don't. It's episode 11 now. So if they ain't ready you for know, you yet. Fuck it. Let's go. If they ain't ready for Let you yet. Let me tell y'all something about it. <laughs> <laughs> if they ain't ready for you yet, they ain't never going to be ready for you. So got to. Hey. So how was your weekend? My weekend was fine. Labor Day weekend went great. We did a little, we did another hiatus weekend. Oh yeah, we did. We didn't record. Yeah, we did. Um, what did you do Labor Day weekend? Damn, I forgot what I did. I really pretty much laid low. I was supposed to go out of town for Labor Day weekend, oh, but damn, your Dorian parents told you to stay your ass at home. But Dorian fucked up my plans, y'all. <laughs> I was supposed to go down to Florida with my um, family for our usual family vacation, but did they still go? They stayed. They got there on Thursday, and they stayed. They, they were supposed to leave. Tuesday, but because of the storm, the airline held them until Thursday. So they had a week. Oh. Well, what they do? What grown folk do? Oh, excuse me, John. Okay, Mr. And Mrs. Williams. That's why they told your ass to stay at home. They ain't low key, with you. low key, they didn't want the kid to come down there because they're trying to be nasty, but it's all right. Mr. Nasty Time. <laughs> Senior ball-headed ass. Okay, got okay, busy. that's enough. I don't want to hear nothing <laughs> what senior ball-headed ass got doing in the bedroom. Okay. Hey, hey, Mama Steph. You know she listening. She probably crunching. Oh, she, <laughs> she the first listener. As soon as this shit drop on Wednesday. Yeah, I didn't. Okay, back to the topic in here. I didn't do anything Labor Day weekend. I don't think. I don't. I don't remember. Oh my god. I don't feel like you did nothing either. I don't remember doing anything, but I think I probably did go somewhere. But oh my god, what did I do? I don't know, y'all. Well, My memory is fucked. It's clearly just not a memorable weekend. Yeah. <laughs> so happy Labor, happy Labor Day weekend, y'all boys. <laughs> we back, episode 11. So we're going to start off with, what is it? The Jester of the Week. And, I, and I'm going to let Jenna reel off because Jenna got some shit to say. Because I'm tired. I'm motherfucking tired. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. So the Jester of the Week is Chili. And if you guys don't know, well, everybody know who Chili is. TLC Chili. Born Don't go chasing waterfalls. Tired. Well, she ain't tired, but she just born as hell. Um, she's a nun. Okay, well, she needs to be one. So what she did was a girl, <laughs> maybe like a high schooler, had tweeted that you know that she gets that she looks like chili, and she asked the masses, Twitter, um, what y'all think. And she added the shade room. So her her the high school exact tweet was, I get, I look like Chili a lot. What y'all think? And she added Chili and she added the shade room. Okay, cool. You you know, you think that's some genuine shit because that girl was being genuine. So Chili asked, retweeted it. Long straight slash wavy hair. This is her this is her tweet. Quote. Long, straight, slash, wavy hair and similar skin tone doesn't mean you look like someone. You're a doll, but we don't look alike. If that ain't some shady shit, I don't know what the fuck it is. <laughs> My thing is this. People be knowing what the fuck they out here doing. And that and Chili didn't have to shade that girl like that. And for everybody saying, oh, well, well she really don't look like the girl for real. Like, <laughs> duh. <laughs> we know that she don't look like the girl for real. No, Chili only looks like Chili. 
Right. But because of maybe the environment, community that she lives in, people are going to associate long, straight, wavy hair. Baby hairs. Ba- and baby hairs with chili. Like, that's a that's a even playing field. Everybody did it. So, what was the problem? Yeah, I feel like... Now, see, it's funny because when I first read the tweet, I originally didn't see anything wrong with it, but I always say that when it comes to, like, women know women. Hello. And men know men. So women know when women are trying to be, like, shady and, and throw a dagger. shady. So when I went back and looked at it, she didn't have to say all she that. She didn't have to say all she that. She didn't have to say it. She could have literally. Straight, wavy hair. She was trying to be Mother Goose in and a moment the, that didn't need to be Mother Goose. It's the fact that she said, you're a doll, but you don't look like me. Yeah. I would slap the shit out of you. I just feel like it could have just been a simple, oh, you're so pretty and just left it at that. You didn't have to do that all that extra shit. And that's what I keep talking about. These celebrities, they be getting in their bag sometimes doing that extra unnecessary shit. Like, all Chili had to do was legit say, girl, you cute as hell. That would have been that. That would have been the end of it. Not all this extra shit that she did to that little girl. That little girl probably cried in her room. She probably got sad as fuck. And that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't she probably know. broke all her TLC CDs. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and Chili got the nerve to have all this Roxy shit. And you, I tweeted, and I sure did. I tweeted, where was all this Roxy behavior? When the record labels wasn't paying TLC. Wait, wait, you didn't say. I sure the hell did. Because you, like, and, and then, Chili, you just now, she's just now starting to try to make herself relevant again. Correct. And the way that she's doing it, no. Because, you like, how you born on an already whack-ass TV show? Yeah, she, she trying to get into a new lane. Like how her songs say. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Stick to the rivers and the lakes that you used to, baby. You need to stay in your lane, stay in your lake, stay in your river. Stay in it. And don't be trying to do all and that Roxy bullshit on social media because one day you're going to get what you throwing out. Just, and it's the fact that the people are just like, well, she really don't look like the girl. No shit, sir. I got a best friend that people always say it look like Alicia Keys. Mm-hmm. That girl don't know she don't look like Alicia Keys for real. However... And it's to, just what she's always gotten. And to add insult to injury, you know, good old social media, they always going to find your old tweets or oh, Instagram oh, comments or whatever. Fake shit that she kept going with she, carrot cake. Yeah, she, so, I guess, you know, people or fans, you know, didn't like how she, you know, responded to the, the young lady. And didn't. So, I guess apparently there's this ongoing thing with Karuchi and Chili where they feel like they look like each other mm-hmm. and, you know, call these each other's sister and twins and all that shit now out of all my 29 years of living and as much as i've seen karuchi i've never been like oh me either karuchi and chili favorite they could be sisters no and that was some whack-ass shit and i'm glad the fans brought that shit up because the fact of the matter is carrot cake don't look shit like chili oh she's light skin baby hair and wavy hair so everything that you said that that young girl that's why like people know what is the, fuck they the be same doing. thing as Karuchi. People know what the fuck. The they only be doing. thing is, only difference is that Karuchi has a name. She has fame. So you gonna play that up? Yeah, exactly. Don't do that. Cause like I said, that girl was in high school. Like you don't know what the hell probably could have happened to her when she went home. That's corny. Stupid ass. <laughs> that shit just pisses me off so bad. So we're gonna go ahead and get into the main topic of dun, this dun, week. Dun. I don't want to say it's heavy, but it's something that I was 
honestly, I was scared to touch. And I'm not really scared to talk about a lot of things, but this one, I oh, I just felt like... It's time to talk Yeah, about but with all the stuff that is going on recently, it's time for us to, you know, to talk about it. And like one of my friends said, he, he was like, you know, you are, you know, doing this podcast and you're going to have to talk about things that are a little bit uncomfortable in order to be forward, you know, forward thinking and to move, you know, forward with the podcast. So right. our main topic of this week is um, homophobia in the black community. Okay, man. Now, the thing that, you know, has spurred this topic is, a lot is of I'm kids. sorry. Yeah, it's a lot of, I just got a text message y'all was trying to read. But um, <laughs> well, a lot of things that, that, a lot of things that have happened have spurred, you know, us to want to talk about this topic. So for me, the two stories, it's actually three stories, but the first two that I'm going to touch base on are the two transgendered young ladies who have been murdered within you know the last week and i yes. think that brings like the death to 18 yeah, this year it's a lot so the first young lady um was a 17 year old by the name of bailey reeves out in baltimore maryland you know she left a party and was just gunned down like mm-hmm. niggas walked up on a shot her um and then this other one this is a story that really triggered me into wanting to talk about this because this one is like, you know, all death is sad, all of it is heartfelt, but this one just really like took me for a loop because this young lady by the name of B Love, 21 years old, out of Florida, um, she was shot multiple times. Okay. Her hand, and they found her, the authorities found her with her hands tied behind her back and her body set on fire in a car. And her body was beyond recognition. So they took it a step further. It it was Yeah, that's that's a lot. They took it a step so you're saying they took it a step further and ba- they not only shot her a couple of times, bound her and then burned her. Yeah, burned yeah, her. Yeah, then they going they mm-mm. That's a lot. And the Ooh. other story that you know everyone has been talking about lately is the whole Lil Nas X and Kevin Hart interaction on the show The Shop on HBO. Okay, where, that was where, the bar. That was I seen a lot of clips on that, and I've yeah I seen it. Go ahead. Yeah, so you know pretty much they were just talking about you know Lil Nas X's decision to you know come out as being being gay uh-huh. after being on top, and I saw the clip, and when he first said it. Kevin Hart's response was like, so what? Like, so what that you decided to do it? Now, I thought he was saying, you know, so what? As in, like, you know, who cares, you know, that you're, you know, that you're gay or whatever. Uh-huh. And I looked at that as like, you know, like a positive positive way of trying to spin it. Like, you know, you are who you are. Yeah. I, I'm thinking things in like, you are who you are. It shouldn't matter. But I think... Kevin Hart got a lot of backlash on that just because of his past and his, yeah, you know, his homophobic jokes and things like that. So I feel like sometimes people be trying to find things with him. But then as the conversation continued, he tried to make it seem like he didn't understand why Lil Nas X waited. And, you know, Lil Nas X made mention of saying that, you know, as he was growing up, he, you know, he was taught to hate gay, not gay people. like gay people or just hate the the way of life and all that stuff like that. And then uh, Kevin Hart was like, well, why? 
And then Lil Nas was like, nigga, like, come on. Like, don't fucking play. Like, you from <laughs> yeah, the hood, you from like, Philly. Don't sit up here and try to act like you was all hunky-dory with the gays and all that shit, you know, growing right. up. So all of those things led me to want to talk about this because, I mean, I, you know, personally feel that, like, homophobia is, is the word taboo or looked down upon in the black community because I think it stems from the black church. Okay, I can see how you think that. I feel like, you know, we always talk, you know, in church just always like about the Bible and then like, you know, they always talk about all the sins. But if you're gay, it's just like, oh, oh my it's, God. It's the it's, worst thing in the whole wild world. Bur- yeah, they, they make it just seem so. Mm-hmm. So then when you have, I guess, the leader of the church saying that. Oh, it's. It, it's just like, it's the, ri- it's the written rule. Like, you can. <laughs> People make this thing about being gay, but okay, you can commit adultery, you can you can lie, you can steal, all this shit. But if you're gay, I mean, goddamn, you just like the devil himself gonna come up and just whisk you away. Right. So then, with a being starting in the black church, so okay, you're gonna have your your followers, like the people, like the parents and stuff. They're hearing this, and then mm-hmm. the, the the kids who are in the you know in the church, they're listening to it. So all of yeah. these things, I feel like, start. With the black church. Now, and it's crazy that you say it started with the black church because, and I won't say that all, but um, Bishop Eddie Long, you remember he had, you remember he had some men coming out saying before he passed away, rest his soul, he had people saying, he had men coming, he had men coming out saying that they had a full-fledged relationship with him right. for years. Right. And so. And that's the thing that bothers me, like. And I'm not saying this about all black churches, about all pastors, anything yeah, like let's that. Just make it, I'm, we talk, know, we're not I'm just letting you know everybody. that this is where I feel like it's starting from. And then I've seen it. And I can also speak to it because it's shit that I know. Yeah. Like you have these pastors who are preaching this, mm-hmm. but leading completely different no, lives. And that's, you got, that's most. That's most. You got pastors most. out here having sex with little boys or having wives and then having four all all like relationships with other men, but then you're preaching, oh, this is an abomination. It, it's terrible, mm-hmm. but you're hiding what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? You're yeah. you're, you're not um, practicing what you preach. I mean, I think the word homophobia to me it it stems from a more darker place mm-hmm. because when you hear the word phobia on the end of a word, you think of like a it's like you're like you're saying that you're scared. Are you like are you saying you're yeah. scared of gay people? Because yeah. if you're saying you're scared of gay people and people that have a completely different sexual life, and it's really just a sexual lifestyle, right? Then you, then that just tells me that. So what you're saying that you're scared, like you, you're saying that you're scared of this as if it's a, a disease that you can catch, right? That's my problem with the whole term homophobia, and that's my problem with people who are homophobic because they talk like they can catch it, right? Like, I don't want nobody that's gay around me because. You know, that, you know, I want to, first of all, let me be real clear. Just because you're around a gay man, a lesbian, a bisexual man, that does not mean that once they touch you, some dust going to fall from the sky and you're going to want to get your ass toe up or your pussy ate from somebody from the opposite sex. Exactly. So that's my problem with it because it's just a sexual lifestyle. These people still lead probably normal ass lives. They still got to go to work. Mm-hmm. They still got to go to church. And they still go to church. And, you know, some gays, I mean, some people in the home, and I get it, they catch so much slack for a lifestyle that they live 
that they don't want to be around certain people because they that damn ignorant on it. Like, mm-hmm. I completely understand it. Because I won't want to be around nobody that's going to like, oh, you gay, let's pray, to, pray it up out of me. Bitch, I've been gay for years. Like, you can't pray this shit up out of me. I have been gay for years. Like, there's no, like, there's just, you accept that shit or you educate yourself on it. Like, you mm-hmm. can't just wholeheartedly think, oh, the Bible says, and, I, and listen, I'm not saying, let me make this side note. I'm not saying do not go with the word that's in your Bible. For anybody that's out there listening to me, listen, I'm not saying that. But don't shun somebody because of what you what you see in the Bible. Yeah. Don't shun somebody because of how you were raised. Like you just need to educate educate yourself on it. And I like ways I educated myself. I you know it's it's. I have gay friends. That was a great educator. I have gay family members. Mm-hmm. Those are great educators. And so it's just like when you see yourself and what other people do. You have to empathize with that. And so I empathize with that community so well that it's just natural for me to be like, oh, okay. You yeah. you like you like men. Fine. Oh girl, you like girls? Cool. I'm not gonna be mad at you because that's what you like. Yeah, like I I just feel like but you know what I mean? Like when I stay with the church, like they have like literally yeah, they like have whole sermons, sermons. Sermons. Like I mean, and it just be so hateful. And the thing that that bothers me is that sometimes these pastors, they have children. Just say, you know, God, I'll say this. I know for a fact that there are pastors who have sons. Outside who, of the marriage. Oh, who are or, gay. That either that are gay. Yeah. Or are coming across, you know, as they're all on the straight and narrow. Yeah, no. But they're, they're praying for on little boys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's child pedophilia. That's something totally different. But what I'm saying is you're making, they're creating a hostile environment yeah. to where somebody can't be themselves. And then that leads to a whole nother thing. Oh, and like, 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 yeah, mm. I just feel like the black church is just so hypocritical. I could just go on and on I and mean, on. I mean, you got preachers preaching about one thing and then you got the, the same preacher hiding out in the motherfucking bushes because he's committing adultery with some side chick. And he don't want his wife to find out. Well, his wife found out. Cause child, butt ass naked <laughs> behind the bush. You know what I'm saying? Okay, like, I just feel like there's so okay, many other pastor. things that can be focused on opposed to that. And then leading to that, like I, I was saying, like it starts in the church, then it trickles down in the home. So then you got fathers. That's gay, huh? Right. Or you, or you <laughs> have you know fathers or parents who might see, I guess, tendencies yeah. in their child, and then they try to either beat it out of them or scare them or pray it yeah yeah, pray it out of them and that just makes for a whole uncomfortable environment and it just trickles down into many because what i will say is many different areas you know in your life and different and you know society has played it where you know they're getting their rights Mm -hmm. and you know they're they're you know more more and more homosexual people are coming out now because it's it's quote-unquote more accepted now you can't even say that it's still, more accepted because yeah. people are getting fucked up, yeah, like you're still killed for getting, it. You know yeah, what I mean? It's like it's, but I think now it's even worse. Yeah, because some it's the certain stipulations have caused it to be worse than what it used to be like. Yeah. And I'm not saying we need to resort back to how things used to be because like, you can never it used to be like don't ask, don't yeah, tell. Yeah, you can't all that go shit. back to yeah. that now. So it's like. 
I feel like people who are homophobic might feel like it, they're being forced to like some shit that they don't like. And I can see where people might feel like they're being forced, but it shouldn't be looked at as being forced. Here's how I feel about it. I feel like, like you said, it's all about educating. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not saying, j- just because somebody, you know, might be gay or straight, whatever they are, it doesn't mean that you have to like it. Yeah. But at least respect yeah, everybody's space in the decision because what the fuck goes on in somebody's bedroom who they fucking has absolutely, absolutely. nothing to do with you. Now, what mm-hmm. I will say is I have seen situations where, you know, somebody who is straight and is trying to be respectful. Yeah. I can respect it if you're trying to it, be respectful. And then you have a gay it. person and be like, oh, well, I'm just going to boom. You can't tell me what to do. I'm going to shake my ass where the fuck. Yeah, I want to no, shake my you ass can't. because, you know what I'm saying? You got to be respectful of the You got to be respectful of somebody's comfortable level and i've been around when, and I've, I've seen it like you shake yeah. your ass around a straight now, that, now then when the straight man told Start you going off on your ass going, you and then punch mad. you oh yeah. then, then it's a hate crime i feel like everybody needs to take accountability and be respectful and accepting of everybody's personal space that's it their boundaries and what they can and cannot tolerate because it can be a lot to deal with to deal especially with especially if you're not used if to you're not dealing used with to it. it yeah so i just feel like I always feel like when it comes to, you know, talking about the LGBT community or whatever, it feels like people are always walking on eggshells because they don't want to say the wrong thing. They don't want to piss somebody off. No. I'm not here to piss nobody off, but what, what I am going to do is keep it real. Sometimes people need to chill the fuck out <laughs> because it can, like I said, it can really be a lot. It lie. can cause shit like these two people getting killed. Yeah. Exactly. Because I'm not, I mean, it's unfortunate that they died the way that they died, but who knows what happened? Who Like who knows the real story between what happened? We only get in the, the news story. Yeah. Of what happened. So, but yeah, definitely. I never wishing death on nobody, but like I, just with all things, like you said, you don't know like the story and all that stuff. Yeah, and plus they don't owe you a story. And even, even then, like I think sometimes we think that they owe us a story of why. Mm-hmm. Like, no, they don't have to tell us when they came out to their parents, how it happened, why did it happen, why do you feel like, and even if it's some that still haven't came out. So we, you don't owe us a why. Mm-hmm. The, and, and I think and sometimes, I'm not speaking for all home, people that are homophobic or people that, you know, feel like they are, but they sometimes people that are homophobic impose their thoughts and beliefs onto the person that is actually going through the, Mm-hmm. homosexual lifestyle and it like you said it creates an uncomfortable experience because i don't want to be around you mm-hmm. and then and, go ahead and and to pick i mean to even go like dave Chappelle stand up mm-hmm. phenomenal yeah because he touched on so much shit that we are scared to talk about now right because of the like i i, I will say that homophobia has become the biggest thing to even debate and talk about between people that are straight and between people that are gay. Because even now you got somebody, you have somebody, and I think Boston that created a straight pride weekend. That's what corny. kind of silly, corny ass, cheesy shit is that? Like, why do you even feel like you need to create a parade to celebrate? Everything your has to be so combative. Yeah, and I think this the the battle between homophobia and homophobic and the people that are actually in the LGBT community. That's a big ass. I'm gonna call it a civil war. That is a big ass war between people. So I can only imagine, especially like black gay men, mm-hmm. they have to go through the shit. I feel like so, like you know how I said, like trickles down into the home, right? 
you know, like from the church and into the home and then the teachings of, you know, like yeah. your parents being and like, oh, you can't do like this, you can't be like this. You create an environment where your child who might be gay, gay or lesbian make them uncomfortable. Yeah. I'll, it, it's so crazy to me. I remember being in middle school and high school and all the, not, not everybody now, yeah. but for the majority of the part, the girls who used to make fun of the girls who were actually lesbian and comfortable with it, Guess what? They're gay. They're, lesbians. they're gay now. They're lesbians. Yeah. They're lesbians now. That is, 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 you hate to see it. So they, I mean, I don't want to say I hate to see it, but it's just like, damn, you were so mm-hmm. uncomfortable with being being who you were that you wanted to pick on somebody yeah. who was comfortable being with who they were, but you did that because that's what you were taught. Yeah. You were taught to hate that, so you're gonna make fun of it just so the heat is not on you. Yeah. So the attention's pe- not on you. And like I said, like I said earlier, people know what the fuck they be doing. Yeah. I'ma always say that. Because them motherfuckers knew they was les they knew they were lesbians. But they were scared. And and now they well but see the a- question is now why they not scared now? Because I feel like we more First of all, it's different when you go into school every day. Just say you go into school every day, and then people like picking on you, saying this, oh, you might be gay, you might be gay. But when you out in the real world as an adult, you got to deal with that shit. Mm-hmm. Whatever you got to do is whatever you want to do. But I'm mm-hmm. like getting that label in middle school. That's a that shit stick with you now. That's a, that's a transition. <laughs> like you don't know, like you don't really know what you want to do in middle yeah. school. That's when I feel like you really find yourself. But you're having these feelings, but you don't know how to accept them. Yeah. So it's just like I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna told, shun it. Yeah, I'm gonna do what I'm told. So that it's not right. But um, going back to Dave Chappelle, he touched on so much sensitive shit mm-hmm. that that's why I made it so great of a stand up because he's touching on shit that people actually want to say. Right. But they're not saying it because they're scared. To say it, because they're scared of this, that they could lose their livelihood of the combativeness between homophobia, the idea of it, the people that actually are homophobic, and the people that are living a homosexual lifestyle. Because you, it's literally like career ending. You say something that's homophobic, yeah, it's over. But you got they people you who, who can call you a motherfucking nigger, a cunt, uh-huh. all that. Sh- you can do whatever you want under the sun, but God forbid you say something homophobic, you'll ask the fuck up out of there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it does create an environment it's, where people have to be like, like they're scared to. It's a thin line. It's a very, very thin, thin line. So I don't know. Um, what else did I say I was going to talk about in relation to homophobia? Oh, as far as in the college world homophobia as far as like you know when it comes to like greeks and stuff like that oh i don't i don't you don't know what (laughs) oh so what i'm saying is foreign to you (laughs) because i've I've, i don't i haven't been around a lot of greeks like that so so you don't i can can imagine so you've never heard of or seen like you know where most greek I'll say for the men, for the it's, women. It's, it's a not, stereotype. It's, it's a stereotype. stereotypical thing. So I, I, they don't. I can, they don't. I can only imagine because I can, like, I can see how, like, they could impose that idea of, you know, oh, it's a brotherhood, so you can't have a homosexual brother. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, so, so I don't know. It's a little tricky. Like you've been around more Greeks than I have, mm-hmm. so you know you can expound on that topic because. I'm just around normal average Joes every day. I mean, oh, I'm not so saying I'm not saying that. Be, no, I'm not saying that Greeks aren't normal average Joes. What I'm yes. saying is, I have been I've been around gay people that haven't joined 
in order, okay. if that makes sense. So I, you know, my friends that are homosexual and that are gay, they probably wouldn't even dare. Okay, do so it. since you, you get what I'm saying? Me, yeah, I got you. So, so yeah, I, mean, I can't, so, so, I can't so talk the, too much about it because so I don't thing, know shit so about. The thing is with Black Greek letter organization as far as fraternity, the thing is like, oh, you got to be straight, all straight and narrow. There's no room for any. Any gays. So that's like an overlying, like that's an understanding. Like that's a. If you want to call it an understanding, you can call it that. But that's literally something like if they feel like questionable, questionable, you're not going to make it. That's odd. Because I'm, okay. And like like how you said, it's very odd (laughs) because they feel like, you know, having a gay, I guess, line brother, pro fight, whatever you want to call it, Neo. It's damaging to the name of, oh, no. you know, you know, of the fraternity or whatever, what have you. But, and this is not me being messy. This is me keeping it a buck. So you are going to shun the individual who you know what you're getting, but you're, but it's okay to have individuals who are already members of the organization fuck on individuals, have sex with individuals who are interested in the organization to try to secure their spot. That's okay. fucked up to me. Okay. It creates like a like a situation where you're you're still putting your organ the main reason why you guys are saying you don't want gay people or somebody who might be questionably gay is because you're trying to pr- protect the name. Right. You're not protecting the name if you have somebody Who's having sex with somebody who's interested and then they don't make the line and then they blow the whistle on your ass. The whole thing is in jeopardy. You know what I'm saying? So you're creating like this fake homophobic facade. You know what I'm saying? Like you're acting like you don't want gay members, but you have individuals who are. So it's just like. And like I like again, like I said, you're, it's just an uncomfortable situation to be in or even talk about. But it's happening. It's true. Like, yeah, that's why I said you. I don't really know anything about it. So, I mean, you just get you just shed some light because I yeah. mean, I, 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 I. But my thing, my question, my question is why are why is it like oh it's this. Because not even a stereotype, a, but this thing where oh we're not allowing this, but you are allowing it. Yeah, but they 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 thinking they protecting the brand, but they really not. So being homophobic is protecting a brand. That's what they but they probably not thinking that they're being homophobic. Some people don't think that they're homophobic. You get what I'm saying? Like some people don't think that their views are homophobic views. Some people think there are normal views that don't that don't come off as homophobic. I mean, you rolling your eyes, but no, no, I'm th- no, I'm thinking like yeah, like some people say shit. You know how some people say shit, but don't think it's being, you know, like how Chili said that shit to that girl, and mm-hmm. she didn't think she was being shady, but that hoe was being shady. Yeah, some people don't think, some people don't know that what they're saying could come off that way. Okay. So they're trying to quote unquote protect the brand, but really you're fucking up that brand, like you said, you're damaging the reputation of that brand. Because of what you are spewing out. Correct. Yeah. So. It's just. It's, it's a. I think it's a very, very sensitive topic. But we made it this sensitive because of the, the acts that are supported behind it. Like you have people dying. Mm-hmm. You have people losing their jobs. You have people going to jail over it. 
Yeah. You have people that's just like, fuck it. I'm out here with it. You accept it or you don't. Yeah. So I think that's why I said it's like a, it's a, it's a civil war. But I'm going to keep saying it because it's just, I just, it's not going to be something that it's just going to go away. It's definitely not something that's yeah. going to go away, no. but I just feel like when you have to resolve, like, what is it about somebody and what they're choosing to do that has absolutely nothing to do with you make you want to kill them? Like, the hate is that deep now. Yeah. Like, people are not, like, and I don't even want to say, like, it's as simple as having a sit-down conversation and people trying to learn each other. Like, the shit is, the hate is being taught. It's like with anything, like racism that's taught. Yeah. But I think homophobia is, is taught more now it might be it, i feel like homophobia might be taught more now you think so versus like oh let's love everybody it color is a color but we can't love you if you gay do i feel like homophobia is taught more than racism than racism at this point i don't know or do you I think it's know. like both together like you can teach the you can teach somebody. To I hate feel both. like it's just. Um, I don't see shit because I mean <laughs> it, it. It comes in waves. That's what I'm saying. It comes in waves because there was a moment like maybe just like five six years ago where I felt like racism and being black was like was scary as fuck. Like yeah. I felt like walking down the street I could get shot the fuck up just yeah. because I'm black. Yeah. But now it's a at a point where, like. But it's not even gay people that's being like it's transgender. Yeah. So it even gets into a deeper layer yeah, as yeah. to why that particular group in the LGBT community is being targeted. You know I what I mean? They, but they've been being targeted for years, and we know this from the documentaries on Netflix. The the po- pose. pose has definitely shot a light. Shout out to Janet Mock. I love her. I didn't even know Janet Mock was trans. Let me tell you something. I had no idea until I read Jenna, about her. I didn't know Janet. I was like, I didn't know she was until I listened I to her idea. Breakfast Club interview. Yeah. I had no idea because I was like, wait, it's that's funny because oh, she, you know, she was born a man. It's funny because we didn't know, but now that we know, I guarantee you some people don't even fuck, fuck with, with, her. The, with her or the idea of that damn show right? because they finally found out. out. Her and truth. to me, it's not that fucking and deep. And she didn't keep it a secret. Like right. She has a book. Right. And to me, it's not that deep. Like, whatever you do in the privacy of your and own room is what coin. you do. Like, let these people live and do what the fuck they want to do because it's literally not bothering and anybody. She's and one thing about it, she's putting on for her community. So she's giving these people. And a, it's not like life. she's put. Um, yeah, she's putting on for the community for sure. But it's not like. She's trying to force feed. She's I sh- I shout her out because she's trying to educate, and so people can get an understanding understand. as to why they fight so hard for their rights. I had a I had a I had a topic with somebody that I know about the show pose. I was like, yeah, you know, you should watch it. Like it's about the edge. You know, I'm just like, if you don't know anything about the community, watch pose. Mm-hmm. So he was just like, well, why the hell would I want to watch something like that? Because he feels like he might be gay by watching the TV show. It's literally a show that tells you about the transgender community. But that's another thing about the black community that we already touched on. Like anything that has to do with gay or anything like that, homosexuality, it's like. Oh, hell no. Hell no. You you can't (laughs) watch a show and it's 
so much masculinity. I guess like you know how some men feel like they can't even listen to female rappers or support female rappers, and that's taking it to a whole nother level. You know what I'm saying? But, but it, it's it real. Off, but then, that, but then, when you thinking like that, you are trading more into the sexism situation, and not you being homophobic. Yeah. You're treading into sexism. But there's some people who feel like, oh, if I listen to a female rapper, oh, that might make me a little soft. No, that's dumb. That's just sexist. It's just, I just feel, like, you know, I love my black people, but God, we, we got go some away. shit to sift to and work through. It's, oh, it's definitely not going to go know. away. But that's it not going to go away because, about. I mean, you have... Like, I mean, in the show Pose, the, the young guy, his dad beat him because he found out he was gay. Yeah, that was sad. That was that was, that was, I was that was a, yo. Yeah. And then the mom slapped the shit out of him, too. Hello? Because she didn't want to lose, let me take, because she didn't want to lose her husband. You know, some women can't, and, some, women, some women can't separate the kid from the husband, so they think, no. And mm. then that, that also, and I can't wait for us to touch base on child pedophilia. Oh, because no, because sometimes women oh yeah protect know yeah, that be- the man is doing something to the child, yeah. but because they don't want to lose that man, they gonna just let, which yeah. is absolutely fucking think, disgusting. I, don't, I think people don't think the kids gonna eventually grow up to be fucking adults. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like duh. So, mm-mm. so do you think there's a? I want to say a solution. No, it's any, no anything. There's not a solution, but I think anything I'm gonna keep, that I'm gonna sit behind this mic and say I don't think it's a solution because it's people are going to be so devout in their belief, and people are going to back it up with their religion mm-hmm. that they like. It's, if it's in a book, and I'm not like I said, I'm not shunning religion because I'm a religious person. But but here's what I don't understand when you want to bring it back to the religion thing. Here's what is making me, I don't want to say upset. But I don't want to bring it back to the religion thing. It's just people will quote the Bible when they're trying to no, be. I get it. I, I get what you're saying. But I'm saying like, okay, for an example, you, you know, everybody always wants to refer to the Bible. Right. You know, get to the Bible. How is it that you can have an adulterer still lead the pulpit? Because God forgives. So God forgives that, like but that. he doesn't forgive homosexuality people out here that think like that for real I'm not like there's literally funny. still really people who like are that. still following the teachings and the yes. preachings of this man be- and it's like okay yeah but i bet you i guarantee you if it came out i'm not i'm not putting this on this man i'm just saying hypothetically like i whatever but just say if it came out that who he was chasing at, at behind them bushes happened to be been a man i bet you they would got his black ass about that pulpit oh, i bet definitely. you i bet you yeah but it's, that's not the case. So that's why I said it's not going to be a solution to that. Because people don't think it's a, something that is right. So it's not going to be a solution. But uh, committing adultery is right. Yeah. They don't think that's okay. People are so full of fucking shit. I, I can't you people deal. People know what the fuck they be doing. Matter of fact, can we name the show? People know what the fuck, <laughs> people know what the fuck they be doing. That's why I posted something the other day, and I was just like, people know what the fuck they be doing on Instagram. So, do you do you have any individuals in your family who are homophobic? Yes. I mean, I'm pretty sure I do. But I, I don't think they're, um, they joke about it. You know okay. what I mean? Like, they might joke about 
they don't joke about the community because I mean, but they they joke about it. Okay. So behind every joke is some some truth, feel, some seriousness you know to it. So, mm-hmm. um, like there have been like you know jokes about specific feminists actually being homosexual, homosexual, mm-hmm. and um. You, you know, you don't never know, but you know, like the jokes behind, like, you know, if you're joking about it, that means yeah. you probably feel like that person right. is. So mm-hmm. it's like, well, this is how you feel about it, but just leave the shit alone. Like, right. don't even try to open that door. Like, don't, let's not do that. So, yeah. I mean, I feel like almost every family might have a homophobic I, person. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe, especially if they. Raising that old school era. Yeah, and I also feel like, you know, it might be a family that has a gay person in it, but you uh, never know because they don't. They don't want to come out. They don't and say feel what comfortable. They got to say. So, it's a situation where you just have to know who you are and just figure this shit out. And but that's a hard thing to figure out because these are people that you trust and you love. Yeah. And you don't want to hear that kind of shit from some people that you trust and you love and you are practicing this lifestyle. Well, it's not a practice, but, you know, you're in this lifestyle. Yeah. So, I mean, do you have family members? <sighs> or Do I have any family members that I feel are homophobic? Or maybe friends? I mean, I know I have some friends that are. So. Do I have any friends? I don't feel like I have anybody in my immediate circle. Yeah. I would say is homophobic. Right. Uh, family members. Like, they probably joke about it. Yeah, family members. That, when you say joke, what you mean? Like, like, about somebody? No, like, you know, like, they might, some might flash on the TV about some gay stuff going on. And they might be like, oh, you know, you know, you know people like to joke about shit like that like you know what i'm trying to say oh, have yeah, a slick no, no, comment no, no no i understand what you're saying yeah. i'm literally just sitting here trying to think um i'm pretty sure you do i'm pretty sure i do but not something where i could be like oh i know yeah like, i'm not asking for example oh yeah. yeah do i yeah i do yeah that's what i'm saying I okay think i thought you were asking me like oh no i'm not asking for like example. first hand like first hand, but of course yeah okay yeah that's just like I said. That's why I said there won't be no solution to this shit. <laughs> that that's just one thing. Just that, don't bring that shit. Just don't bring that homophobic shit around me. That's all I ask. Yeah. So how would you feel if, like, just say you had a had a child with somebody, right? A son. <laughs> just say you had a son. Okay. And he expressed that he was homosexual. I guess he expressed yeah expressed that he was homosexual, and your partner, husband, boyfriend, or whatever, says some, like, real hateful, homophobic slurs to him, how would you handle that? I'm standing ten toes down for my child. That's a, that's a, that's a fact. That's a fact. Okay. Because my partner might feel a certain way about it, mm-hmm. but that's not going to go away. I mean, not for my partner, but my child's still going to be... Who they want to be, uh, who, who or they, they might try be. to conceal it until they get out on their and own. And I don't want you to do that. So I would much rather you just go ahead and come out with it. So mm-hmm. no, I'm standing ten toes down about my, my child. You know who I who I really respect? Who? Dwayne Wade. Yeah. Because most is, definitely is his son named Xavier. I don't know what his. Son I can't is. remember his son's name. But you know but he caught a lot of slack for taking his son to the Pride Festival. 
people, I just feel like when it comes to like gay events and pride events, now they had just has such like a negative, yeah, like it has do. a negative connotation to it. People think it's one thing. Yeah. Well, but it's probably, it was actually different. probably meant for one thing, and then over the years, it's it, turned into other shit. It's very commercial. Yeah. Now. But it the has, main thing of it was just like to be able to accept yeah. who you are, be open to who you are. Magic Johnson's son out here. That damn EJ. That damn EJ. That damn EJ. Looking just like his damn daddy. He looked like Cookie. Really? Look at them. He looked like Cookie. I love him. Only, only thing Auntie he got Cookie. from Magic is his height. You can't tell me Matt Johnson's wife not my auntie for real, but that's another type of fun. I love you Cookie. know what? Matt Johnson's wife, Cookie. Mm-hmm. I love her. But no, like, so what I was saying is that I disrespect Dwayne Wade because, you know, as a public figure, as an athlete, yeah. you know, even with Magic Johnson, I'm pretty sure he caught a lot of flack for having a, you know, a son that was gay. It was like, especially you being a sports athlete, they figure mm-hmm. you have a son, he gonna mm-hmm. follow in your footsteps, he gonna be the next thing, but then he comes out to be the opposite and be very vocal about right. it. So it, it is very kudos to Dwayne and Gabby and the whole family for just embracing, allowing, him, embracing him, allowing him to be it. who he is. And it is what it is, because at the end of the day, no matter how you might try to beat it out of him, try to keep it away from yeah. it, Cause, I mean, this man it's going to be this what it's going to be. This man out here just knowing they son ain't going to be gay. Oh, my son ain't going to be gay. How you know that? <laughs> Because I ain't going to, no. So I'm standing 10 toes down with my child. If you don't like it, you can go. Damn, I'm trying to think. Do I want to, uh, I don't want to, nah, I won't. Nah, we, uh-uh. I won't, no, because I was going to talk about experiences as far as like with me, rec- with recruiting and how some parents don't want their son to go to an all guy school. Oh yeah, we're not gonna do that. Yeah, we're not gonna. But yeah, th- that yeah. that is something too. They don't want to protect that. We're gonna protect, their, right. we gonna protect yeah. their brand on that end. Yeah, we're not gonna do that. But we, it, but, but, but we it know. extends into even education, even I mean, where people even send their children, girls. even all girls schools. Yeah, but it's, it's more accepting. That's where that double standard comes that's into what play. And we talked about the double standard. Like it's always more acceptable for the little girl we to did. like girls. We did now. Cause my mama can't understand why I like to go to the strip club, and I love them plays. Oh, uh, make them cheeks clap. Ooh, ooh. But yeah, I just, I just, and then this is not even a, a topic where you can be like, oh well, maybe we should have more open dialogue. No. I mean, cause there's so many outlets for people to educate themselves. Yeah, but I just want more black people to just be like understanding either understanding you don't have to agree with it yeah this is what you don't have to agree with but it's none of your motherfucking business what somebody's doing so that whoever want to do let them live their life as long as they're not bringing it to you trying to impose it on you being in your space let them live and deal bingo because like i said everybody involved on both sides need to be accountable for their actions what they say and what they do how they do it exactly now let's get on to the king of the week what you got Ooh. So for the king of the week, I have none other Uh-oh. than yeah. He in strong, yeah. He looking, he looking for his notes now. Yeah, yeah. I got my notes out. I'm gonna make sure I'm speaking <laughs> on it correctly. Is you know already know who who's gonna be. If you know me, you know. You know, you know. It's LeBron James. Oh, the king, King James. I, I, I. So I, the reason why I'm um, naming LeBron James as the king of the week is because Nike is honoring him by naming um, the new headquarter building after him. Okay. So I'm reading this verbatim, y'all. So it's saying that the latest building in Nike Worldwide Headquarters expansion is being named in the honor of LeBron James. 
Okay. Um, according to Yahoo Sports, the LeBron James building is the sixth new building added to the Beaverton, Oregon campus since the expansion started in 2015. Um, the building will house Nike's advanced innovation team, including its state-of-the-art sports research lab. The team is made of scientists, designers, engineers, and more, collectively focusing on inventing the products and services that make all athletes better. The new lab will be five times the size of the current facility, including a full NBA-sized basketball court, 200-meter track, a 100-meter tr- straight away, and an artificial turf field. There will also be a 500-plus-foot ramp with 15.63% incline on the outside of the building. Damn. So, so this is like a student development type, like literally, (laughs) like, and it's so cool. Like, if you just put it into, just wrap your mind around it. This guy came from Oakland, Ohio, poor, didn't have a father figure, and just to see where he started from and to see where he is now, he transcends the sport. And I always talk about LeBron James; he's an incredible athlete. Yeah, but the things that he does outside the sport make me admire him. It I don't trumps. give a damn what you do on that basketball yeah, court. What you tr- do is yeah. phenomenal. Phenomenal. Tr- what he does outside of court trumps what he, when he Absolutely. plays. Absolutely. His philanthropic yeah. effort, efforts, him yeah. being an awesome dad, an yeah. awesome husband, that's awesome to me. Yeah. So, shout, so shout out, out to, to you, LeBron, for, you know, who we got the queen. being who you are and, you know, being recognized by one of the best sports brands, I think, Nike. So, um, Yeah, Nike ain't no hoe now. Yeah. So, um, the queen of the week is another celebrity. Y'all know who she is as well. She's Tracy Ellis Ross, the daughter of Diana Ross. But creating her hair thing. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. I'm, listen, Aunt Tracy. So, I'm going to read I'm, this verbatim, too, just so for people who aren't familiar with it. So, read it. this week, uh, mm-hmm. Tracy Ellis Ross, she just announced that she will be launching, um, a hair, a hair product line called Pattern. Yes. Um, it's a new hair care brand specifically for curly, coily, and yes. tight textured hair. And that means, let me stop. That means 3C and above. So if you have 3C hair. So it's literally for 3B to 4C. Okay. 3B to 4C. Okay. Yeah. And the thing about this, she said this has been 10 years in the making. She said she pitched her first idea in 2008 yeah, when Girlfriends finished. It. And it took her two years um, with working with chemists to get the, you know, the formula and everything yeah. right. Um, so as I stated, she said, um, pattern beauty is the name of it. It's here to empower and nourish curly, coily, and tight textured hair, 3B to 4C. The formulas are unique and packed with luscious and safe ingredients. Yeah. Um, and so you'll be able to actually get your products. By the time this airs, it'll already be out. But the official launch date is Monday, September 9th. Um, the website to get your products is patternbeauty.com. Yeah. It's going to be in stores or has she not made it to it? I'm not trying to say that. No, she, she's, she said the line will be available online. Okay. So it's going to be online and I'm pretty sure like with the success of it, it might you know, transition into stores. Yeah. So make sure you guys follow at pattern beauty on Instagram. And then the website, like I stated, is patternbeauty.com. Yeah. One thing I will say is I'm glad that she is doing it because a lot of people don't know. A lot of people don't know the curl pattern of their hair. Like it took me maybe trial. It took me trial and error on a lot of hair products, and and then it, I just had to understand that my hair is different than somebody else that's next to me. Or you know, 
So my curl pattern is I have a three C four A combination type vibe. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's pretty as hell when it's wet. Like oh my god, you got pretty girls. Oh my god, like chili. Yeah, bitch. Oh, you just listen, listen. I'm not messing with chili right now. Okay, don't even bring her name around me right now. Okay, but I will say, like I said, the venture that Tracy's going on, I, I'm if it, it infuriates me when. You don't have the, you can't find the product that's for your hair. Like me personally, I have a Shea Moisture product. I have a Design Essentials product. I have a Cure Care product. And when I mention them all together, it's like, oh, perfect, wonderful. When I can really just get three bottles of the same damn product and Mm -hmm. be happy, but I can't do that because one product might not work the best for me on this day, the next product might. So it's it's amazing that we actually I got a funny ass story to tell. Oh, hell. About hair products. This is when I was in college and I had, you know, the little curl. I guess they call it a fuckboy haircut, you know, where it's like tapered down. But I had curls on top of my head. Oh, you had to use a little sponge thing? Yeah, like, I had to use a sponge. The kid got curls. But I'm saying, you know, okay, first of all, watch that tone. <laughs> Even if you do have curls, you still want to, like, use that sponge thing but to No, this them, was, know? like, in the beginning stages when, like. Oh, it was ugly. When Kinky Curly was, like, the main go-to brand. Like people using King and Curly and shit like that. So I was experimenting too, cause some, like you said, some things work better yeah. than others. So Kinky Curly was all right, but I found it would get real, real hard, and I didn't like it. So the next thing, the next big thing at the time was Carol's daughter. Okay. I give me some Carol's daughter shit. I'm like, oh my shit gonna be popping. I'm like, you no, be telling work. me shit. You your shit out, didn't it? My hair fell out. I put that. <laughs> I put that that damn milk in my hair. I was in the shower washing my hair. I mean, shit just falling out. I said, you know what? Was it milk? Or was it what, something It, it was called, it, whatever the product was called, it was called Carol's Daughter Milk, whatever it was. Oh, you might have got a perm and didn't realize it. There wasn't no damn perm. No, Antonio, because I used Carol's Daughter Milk once sometime. Nah, that shit out. made my hair fall out. Maybe you had got you a texturizer. I can read, Jenna. <laughs> you got you a semi-permanent perm. You got some because I ain't never heard nobody. <laughs> you, Jenna. <laughs> and people, and I'm not lying because as soon as it happened, I told my friends, I told a few people that my hair fell out and they start busting out uh, laughing. Yeah, because you did. Antonio, I'm sitting here telling you right now, you did not pick up no milk. Bruh, it was milk. <laughs> no, the, no, the, no, the fuck it was. Somebody had put some shit in your bottle and they didn't like you. That could have been it. Sabotage. <laughs> Could ain't said. no fucking way in hell milk making your shit fall. You were stressed, man. It wasn't no milk, friend. I don't Palmetto North was stressing you out. Bruh, I had a lot going on that. Ugh, it could have been stressed. I ain't think never about used it. no care. I have used Kara's daughter milk before. And my shit ain't. But just like you said, everybody here ain't different. It might have been a chemical your in that shit. Your shit ain't going to fall out. Why not? Because it, Antonio, <laughs> I don't want you to ever think. You picked up a perm by accident. Left you, left if you said I long. picked up a perm one more time, I'm going to flip all this shit over because I did not get a perm. You picked up a a, um, a perm. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, pray for him. Please play for him. Oh, no, no, I got the no boy now. It's I'm blaze. glad, it's blaze I'm glad Tracy Ellis Ross is finally doing this for the girls. Just like I'm glad Rihanna did it for the foundation because now look, all the makeup companies. Oh, we got 40 shades. Oh, we got 45 shades. Oh, we have, well, y'all bitches were supposed to have been had 45 fucking shades. She really did transform, like, the beauty yeah. the beauty brand and the industry with she that. Did. So, so Tracy, a shout out to her, too. Tracy Ellis going to transform the hair brand because at one point, Shea Moisture 
was but doing the go-to brand. Actually, until, I, that's what I use now. And, but until they had got some some um some slack from the African American community because they changed their ingredient. And some things weren't as potent as yes. they were before because they didn't yeah. they push it to a because Shea Moisture was more so geared for for African American hair. Yeah, and then became more commercial. And what happens when they went to Target? Commercial, yeah, you gotta change some shit around. So I just hope I'm not saying that I don't want Tracy shit to blow. I just want it to stick to the audience that it needs to. And I feel like to. it will. I don't feel like she gonna change it because there's so many white white brands. There's so, so many white brands. Yeah, I'm I'm down for it. I'm buying it. For real? Oh, hell yeah, I'm gonna buy it. Okay, cool. I'm gonna try it. Out. I'm gonna test it out and see. Let me know. Yeah. I just hope your hair don't fall out of mind. Don't play with me. Because one thing about two things for sure, I read my, I read on my shit. I'm telling you, you picked up a perm. Permit. Let your soul. You don't let your soul go. Woo. Ooh, baby, you had a passionate head. Ooh, and you was on the royal court. Oh, you were. This is after the royal court. This is after the royal court. So I was cool. But nah, y'all, we thank y'all. And again, we always want to thank everybody for supporting us and, you know, giving us great um, feedback, constructive criticism on things they want to see, um, topics for us to cover. This homophobic um, topic was one that has been, like, pressing. Really? Yeah, like, people have really been like, Antonio, I want you to talk about homophobia. Damn. Like, people were were legit coming to me like, you need to talk about this. I had originally. It's funny because my my friends don't do that. They They waiting to come on the show. Oh, we got something for him. I'm just like, well, damn. Y'all just can't give me a time. No, Jenna, we want to get on the show. Okay. We, we got y'all for people who want to get on the show. We got something cooking oh, up for y'all. Yeah. We got oh, something re- real good for y'all. I have one specific. Destiny is waiting. Destiny, I want Destiny, Destiny to is on waiting the show. for the yeah. cameras to roll. Yeah. And so, Destiny, we have something coming up soon, darling. All righty. So, again, we thank you guys for, you know, always supporting us. Follow our Instagram page. Crown Conversations Podcast. Yup, Crown Conversations Podcast. Visit our website because that website gives a lot of insight on who we are. Oh, yeah. It does because I'm a queen. Yeah. And, um, I'm a queen girl. So, yeah. So, again, we thank you guys. Keep rocking with us and keep looking out for us because we have some major things coming down the pipeline. When I say major, we got some major shit coming. It's going to shake them. It's going to shake them. It's going to shake some folks up, but you know. That's what I like to do because I'm problematic. Shake a motherfucker up sometimes. But yeah, you guys have a great week. And we'll see you guys next week with episode 12. Ooh. I'm excited. Bye, y'all. <laughs>